0: The story of Rasmus is both a happy and sad tale and starts outside a forest cottage in a basket in the rain. Rasmus didn't cry. He laid there quite calmly as he was delivered by a desperate mother and left on a doorstep. She knocked a few times and ran away, brushing the tears off her cheek as she fled into the night.
1: The door was answered by Andalyn, the village seer. He was confused at first to see a baby sat atop his doormat, staring back at him, but being a kind and gentle man, he took the baby inside and placed the basket on a wooden chair near the fireplace. What do we have here then? Andelin asked, reaching into the basket and pulling out a blue envelope with a red and gold wax seal, shaped like a crested pheasant. He
0: took a knife from the shelf and opened the envelope to reveal a folded handwritten letter.
1: Dear Andolin,
0: I'm so so sorry sorry to have to do this do this this to you My intention was never to burden you With the responsibility of raising a child Not of your own blood And I'm truly sorry for doing so In such a rushed, uncouth and irresponsible manner It saddens me deeply to have to bring my child And only son to your doorstep But desperate times call for desperate measures My only wish is for you to keep him safe And raise him as your own I'm unsure of my family's safety in these times, and knew, selfishly, you being a great mage and kind soul wouldn't let harm befall such an innocent life. I've included instructions on feeding and education, including his subscription to Skritta, which he must practice twice a day. He's gotten quite good at traditional characters. I cannot, of course, presume anything, and wouldn't dare assume that you do not already know these things. I can only hope that you will take good care of my little boy and help him grow up safely in this unsafe and unkind world. Please show Please him show the, him kind, the of kind of things we perhaps, we perhaps haven't, haven't seen. seen. Yours faithfully, X. Andelin put the letter down gently on the table with a curious look at the baby. He noticed a red ribbon laced around his neck. Pulling tenderly on the ribbon revealed a golden ring attached to it. He bent down to get a better look and saw an inscription on the side. Rasmus, Andalin said out loud. So that's what we shall call you then. Rasmus stared up with Andalin and almost with a knowing, smiled. To be continued.
1: Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Mandarin Monkey Podcast, episode
2: 182. Today
1: is a special day, Uh, because we have Mr. Mark Crilly back on for part two of the long-awaited chat.
2: Hey, ah, Mark Crilley. Hey, Mark. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank
2: you so much. Welcome
1: <laughs> Lots of people really enjoyed the first one.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear that I had a
1: ball. Yeah, we had a we had a bunch of uh, interesting comments, some from your sort of your groups. Mm. Your groups of oh, peeps, okay. which no, which is good because the a bunch of them were learning Zhongwen. As well, Oh, cool. Yeah, so they they kind of said, I can't believe you've got like my two favorite things on at the same time. You have Mark Crilly and learning in like
2: like
1: you can't get any much better than that.
2: That was cool. we were Instagram Mark Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh my god. Yeah, you yeah so you have
1: some fans in the in the in the Chinese learning community.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, I'm so glad to hear that. Thanks for uh, giving me access to the Chinese learning community. <laughs> do,
2: you,
1: do you think there's transferable skills within like language learning and art?
3: Well, certainly with Chinese, with the written um, characters, I think uh, there's no more artistic written language on earth, right? Right. right. So if you are a visually oriented person, uh, like I have always been, you just fall in love with the Chinese characters, right? There's so much more interesting than uh the the roman alphabet for example yeah. uh or, you know i would say even something like uh, korean Once you've learned those phonetic symbols, you, you reach a limit, you run out, you know, and it's just a matter of shifting them around and combining them Chinese. There just seems like it goes endlessly, you know, these new characters you can learn and the fun little stories behind them. And uh, just like I said, visually, and I think, and and we'll, we'll talk about this, you know, a graphic novel that I'm working on that's set okay. in Taiwan, but I think walk walking around a Taiwanese city is a visual feast for the eyes uh, right. in so many ways. But in particular, all of the signs that are written in Chinese, some of the Chinese character calligraphy, mm. you know, just in one of those big signs by the side of the road, it can be quite beautiful. You know, right, it right. looks yeah. like it's based on real brushwork and all of
1: that. I I I'm a bit um, ignorant when it comes to the uh, the artistic side of of uh, Chinese characters, and not the sense of the stories, but in the sense of you know, I'd have to ask you whether that one is done well. You know, right? Do you, you know, I mean, because I, I oh. you know I can see the character, but uh. I don't really I don't understand whether that one is is. 好看还是不好看. like is that yeah. one good or not? Like, yeah. Yeah. would you say that's a good one? I don't know. It looks kind of. Uh. Yeah, to me.
2: (laughs) Handwriting, is that good?
1: (laughs) Like painted by whatever, you know, by the wind or
2: something. But I'm not
3: not an expert either. You know, I never really took uh, one of those calligraphy classes or anything. I learned the stroke order, which I expect you did as well, Mm -hmm. Tom, right? And the Mm -hmm. direction in which each
0: stroke is
3: supposed to go, right? Right. if you do it in the wrong direction, I think that shows up on the page, right? If you if you haven't made the line start and stop, and oh, I've no, uh-oh. I've had arguments about this. <laughs> I've had
1: arguments about this, uh, this whole thing. This is great. He
2: he, write that. Okay, he write Your name a mouth, cold. yeah. Then he doesn't like the rule. He just like
1: I don't like following them. <laughs> 他说,
2: 一樣啊, it's the rule. Then he says, "No, you can't do that." He "Same." Yeah, because
1: yeah, this, this is, this is my opinion, because it's the same to me. Like, uh, whether I do a circle this way, you know, or this way, it's yes. still a circle. At the end of the day, right
3: <laughs> to me, but like, I think, um, your, your approach is called the make <laughs> approach. This is, yeah. 然后他还说,
2: <laughs> Okay. Now you turn around. 然后我要写一个字, <laughs> 然后, and then you turn back and you tell me. 这个, what, did I do it right? You... 我就说, 嗯, 也是啊, You're right. <笑><笑><笑><笑>
3: 對啊,
2: but I got told off.
1: You know, I've been told off by my colleagues before for doing it the wrong way. You know, it's you
2: know, it's a whole
0: thing.
2: it looks
0: actually.
1: I'm not gonna be a calligraphy artist, but yeah.
2: 那也是個好題。其實說到這個很多台灣的戶嗎?他們很喜歡就是在小朋友小的時候,讓他們去學書法。when they're small. 而且一定要的,很多虎嗎?就一定要寫寫書法,然後坐在桌子前面這樣寫,然後寫一個小時,因為小朋友是快發瘋了。不要寫。They yeah. <笑> hit
1: you with chopsticks if you get it wrong. on the hands. Your yeah, your mom would, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That's another thing. That's a real thing as well. you yeah, hit your hands with
2: chopsticks if you get it wrong. 还有, 对, yeah, if you
1: if you, if you, oh, you held the quads are wrong, the the chopsticks wrong.
2: 对啊, yeah. yeah. i I'm still wrong. 所以没关系，哈哈哈哈哈。这没关系，就是可以夹就好了，来，我们可以吃。If it
0: works, <laughs> right,
1: just yeah. If it works, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the thing, right? Sorry,
3: mom.
2: Well, I th- uh,
3: it's interesting because I think, am I right that in the old days they would try to stop a child from being left-handed? That's right, the Devil's the Devil's hand.
2: Oh, my mom is like that. I know. My mom said, "Oh, Rere, you just write using your left hand." My mom said, "No." I said, "Why not?" And she just oh. Doesn't speak, just.
1: It's like mom trying to enforce our daughter to use her right hand. And in front of mm-hmm. Yula, her mom said, "You know, Kyrie tried to use her left hand, and her mom went, "Nope, that's wrong." Like pushing do that idea. And her, and then obviously Yula went, "Why? Is, why is that wrong?"
2: 可以啊, and her mom went, oh, okay
1: because you can't justify it it's not wrong to be left-handed they say you use a different part of your brain to use your left mm. but also what what hand are you you are you right-handed I'm right. You? yeah right because they say artistic people are are left but it's gotta be that's just wrong
2: he's right-handed. I'm right-handed as, although
1: my art's digital, so maybe it's different, but Yeah. Um, where were we? You, where were we? I've lost <laughs>
2: now. We're talking. Calligraphy. Yeah, calligraphy. So uh,
1: you never did calligraphy class, but you did say before the podcast that you had a, a technique for writing characters that you used. That mm. Is an interesting way to learn, perhaps?
3: Well, I, here was my approach, and I wonder if you've ever talked to anybody who decided to do this. Right. When I was studying Chinese characters, you know, they'll start you with the simple, um, parts of words, right? So they'll show you how to write new, right? Uh, the woman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the heights of the right for child. And then you put those together and it's how, right. You know, and they'll tell you a nice little story about, Oh, well, a mother and a child and that's good. And that's why, you know, and you, uh, that sort of approach is a natural way to start. Yeah. Right. But eventually you move on and I found that, um, you know, they stopped teaching you to break these characters down sometimes, and just mm. you try to memorize it as a series of lines. Now, what I did is I took a book that had the maybe one or two thousand most important characters, mm. and I went through with a with my pen, and I started to try to identify every part of a character no matter what and eventually you get to a point a time where you can't assign meaning to uh, to an individual piece of a chinese character but i refuse to let that get in my way and so i started to come up with names for these individual formations you know oh wow what i was trying to do is kind of come up with an alphabet of chinese characters because i wanted to understand What lines are possible? What lines will you encounter in a Chinese character versus strokes and formations that simply don't exist? Right, right. And I thought that that was helpful Um, going through in a kind of almost obsessive way. And I think I might have sent you a file of this last time that showed me sort of analyzing the characters and breaking them down into their individual components. Uh, and I would advise anybody who really wants to go, you know, deep into the characters at least once, try doing that, try going through and, and, and figuring out what are the components of Chinese characters? And there are, you know, there probably are hundreds of them Mm. that are at the root of the thousands of characters that you eventually need to learn. But I found it very helpful. To, uh, to try breaking it down and try to understand. Because eventually, by the time you get to the end of that process, you know the direction in which lines will go. You, you know enough that even when you look at a scribbly thing written on a note, where it's really hard to decipher what it is, you can guess, well, it probably represents this component that I've memorized uh, you know, over my studies. So it's, it's kind of a visual thing. It's hard to describe on a podcast, but um, I think it really is helpful to even to the point of making up names for things, for the individual components. Uh, and I would take things that look like half of another character and say, okay, I'll call this the half. I don't, you know, By, lid, Right. 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 Whatever, okay. or, or roof, you know, this is half a roof or mm. something like that okay. to, to identify it as a thing that makes sense to me, you know, in my brain that 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 gets glued into my head as a certain thing and not just this random abstract series of lines.
1: So so how how would you how would that help you I can understand the visual aspect, but how would that help you build a word? So let's say you had like a a half roof and then you have a pancake and a a, a, a banana tree. A banana tree, right? But they're all together, right? How would that help you build a word?
3: You know, how, would you, how would we do? Would, it's not so much about building the word as being able to look at a new word that you've never seen before mm-hmm. and at least grapple with it on some level and say, okay, well, I've seen that part of it before. And that part in my mind is the sort of, um, wall radical. I think they used to word radical. Did you see that in yeah. your studies, Tom, it, of Chinese, that the oh, words were yep, radical? Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm. Yeah. And so I would, you know, at the beginning, you're doing that all the time, right? And they'll say, this is the language radical, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so any word that you see that has that on the left hand side is probably related to writing or books or whatever. Right. And then there's the fish radical, right. Mm. And every time you see that on the left hand side, you're, Oh, this is probably some kind of seafood, right. Or something mm. like that. Right. Right. It yeah. helps you look at a menu, right. To be able yep. to at least you can break off that part of it and say, yeah, well this is probably some <laughs> kind of fish, mm. you know, <laughs> and so I, so that sort of basic approach that I think everybody starts with I just carried it on to a kind of obsessive ridiculous extreme of just refusing to ever stop breaking these characters into their component parts yeah how far did you get I think I got through the whole book i mean uh, I it, like I said I think this book had two thousand characters mm-hmm. and I think I went through every one of them and and assigned some sort of meaning to every component part. And did you record those components and put them in a book and
1: then sell them to the millions?
3: (laughs) Because you should have, if you didn't,
2: 只是一个，就是一个事业，一个公司。对，
1: <笑><笑> but there's some kind of there's a method there, right? To the madness, there's a method there somewhere, and methods can sell, you know.
2: 对，我觉得是。If it works for one, 大家都这么说，就是你要去找出他们的故事是什么。像很多的 yeah. Chinese riddle，他们也是，如果你你你买到一本中国的谜语，然后它里面有非常多都是把一个一个中文字拿来变成一句话，嗯，然后告诉你他会要你猜。Oh. 猜猜看这是什么中国字对像比如说我说有一个人在树旁边有一个人在树旁边这是什么中文字有一个人在树的旁边请问 which means rest. Uh, yeah. nice. mm.
1: The only the only other way I've seen it is with the Chinese um
2: Oh the flash card.
1: Yeah. Have you seen those? Have you mm. seen this before? Uh Shaolin. Oh, Shaolin, I think, she owns this company called Chinesey. It's like a it's a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they sell these flashcards and this online stuff that they get the characters and they literally turn the characters into the word it is. They have run, they have the person and they'll, they'll turn the character into the, into a person. So mm-hmm. they, it's just like a mnemonic. You know, right. so.
3: Yeah. No, I think that could be super helpful for the beginner. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And in a way, my, my approach is just continuing that on and on into everything that you uh, learn Now, mind you, I should admit, I'm not perfectly uh, literate in <laughs> Chinese. At some point, my studies kind of trailed off. Um, so people maybe take my advice with a grain of salt. Oh, this guy doesn't know how to read and write Chinese. But it certainly helped me. I mean, I think it's the, that's the frustrating thing is to look at something and just... It, it's like egyptian hieroglyphics or something right you know when you look at a character you've never seen before yeah mm. you feel lost i can't pronounce it i it has no meaning to me uh and my approach at the very least you've got something to grab on to i think and, with hieroglyphics
1: with hieroglyphics at least it's egyptian writing you know Aww. the dudes with the <laughs> I don't know the Chinese for hieroglyphics. What's the Chinese for hieroglyphics? <laughs> 我,
2: 我不知道, that is the. it's
1: little
2: man and the pot and the hammock. Right. So look Transparent. This is you,
1: you just you just opened a can of worms here, Mark. Thank you very much. Uh, um I'm learning. I have no idea. I've never had to say the word hieroglyphics in my life. So uh for for in Chinese. Oh, you got, Shang okay. A ah, one's okay, yeah. mm. Interesting.
3: Well, so, I, I think Chinese is is the only language that was like the Egyptian hieroglyphics that survived all the way into the modern world. Right. Right. I'm surprised if there were a number of different languages, written languages, that were a little bit like that, trying to just draw pictures of things and so forth.
1: Right. Right. And now, and now, China itself's gone simplified. They've kind of lost some of the story behind because you know, Taiwan is the only one I think left or or one of the only places left with traditional.
2: (laughs) I see you trailed off there because you don't know. I don't know. Maybe, they still use the (laughs)
3: traditional?
1: I don't know. Really? Pue oh,
2: Liang 他還是看得懂 Liang
1: 佩良 is a, 呃, a student of us
2: 對他是在香港的一個學生然後他也是會看中文字是看繁體字但是我覺得很有趣的是因為在香港他們是講廣東話他們是講
3: oh,
2: oh. yeah, Cantonese, Cantonese yeah. 然後他跟我講一個秘密 A secret 很, 很有趣
1: Right, so they teach you Chinese characters, but you speak Guangdonghua.
2: 对, you write what they say.
3: The, the written language is one of those things that holds uh, China together, right? Because I think you do have a lot of languages that are radically different from the Mandarin uh, pronunciation to the point where you can't understand what they're saying. But at least everyone can read the same newspaper, right? Mm. And like India, for example, has completely different written languages. Right, right. Right. Right, so and they end up leaning on English as the language that unites people from different parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. Right, in terms of uh, reading and writing, Um, but I do think I was going to say a minute ago, Taiwan really has done a global culture a favor by holding on to these traditional characters because it does make you realize that if Taiwan hadn't done it, and I don't know if there's any other place that that uses them uh it might have been lost forever (laughs) we talk about artistically i just think artistically a lot of these simplified characters just are not beautiful Mm. (laughs)
1: they're
3: they're convenient this is the thing about simplified right you're right
1: it's simplified
3: it's it's, yeah yeah. it's convenient it's easier to remember the beauty of those old characters now there are some i have to say you know traditional chinese characters that are just absurdly complex and you can't believe that anybody actually writes these things out what's that
1: one huh do you remember that that chinese character i mean i have this like this character is insane Like there was that one the hardest character you can draw you showed it to me once, you said it's like a, it's like a joke word or
2: 哦不是,是因為我們 哦對,新年快到了 就是中國新年快到了那我們會寫春聯 就是叫Spring uh, like square shape 的春聯 okay. 那通常他們會把一句話那這一句話四個字變成一個字 oh, 招财进宝。so huh? four 我明白 就就是這麼,它就變成了一個字,然後寫在那個春聯上面。這個我不知道。this <笑> yeah, yeah, is 病, 病, 哦, 病, now, Jorge, I'll,
1: to, I'll send this to- um, He
2: needs to Google that. Biang.
1: <laughs> yeah. there's, there's there's a character mark called Biang, uh, which is uh, just- I Click on like a chat or something? I'm just going yeah, to- I wanted to send it over, but it's okay, your computer.
2: Okay, 用在那个, I
1: can so Hold on, two ticks. We'll send it over to you, just so you can have a look. This would be a great. You should do this on a video. Try and recreate that character.
2: I can't even tell okay. that story. No way. Biang.
1: 62. So it requires 62 total strokes to write.
3: Oh, wow. 62 yeah. strokes. Yeah. And it, can
1: um, ta- it contains horse, moon, knife, uh, heart, plus other radicals. Cranny, are you, are you can show you. Yeah.
2: Get okay. <laughs> can you see this? Whoa! <laughs> That's
1: crazy. This is
0: That's
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just right. nonsense, though,
3: isn't it?
2: I don't know.
1: It means horse, moon, knife.
3: Again, my approach, you would not feel completely dismayed. You could at least start to break it down into its component parts. Right. So, you, so yeah, I highly recommend that.
1: Yeah. So you would take something like that and, you know, it contains horse and it contains heart and, um, you, yeah. you, you would then break. So you take those components out and you think, okay, I know that one, then that one, this one, but they themselves are made up of, uh, you know, a whatever your, you know, shoe, whatever your, your code words are
3: for it. Right? Yeah, I'm
2: okay.
3: Oh Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, yeah. trying to think, I mean, at a certain point, I, I, I'm not assigning a meaning to an one individual stroke probably. Right. But if yeah. there's a group of like two or three right, uh, that I see again and again, and that's the process of going through, if you go through 2000 characters, you eventually start to recognize, Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen these three yeah. together in yeah. this way.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, there's
2: repetition, isn't it? Yeah, it gets easier 当你就是上赢了, yes. You're obsessed with it mm.
3: <laughs> so I have a funny thing to tell you guys about That's a little bit related to Chinese characters yeah. You know my wife is Japanese Yeah, yeah uh, And the, uh, the Japanese and Chinese share a lot of the same characters So there's, you know, in some cases a Japanese person can read yeah, the basic idea of what okay. a chinese thing is supposed to be yeah. so i had this photo of a um street in taiwan somewhere that had some advertising signs for a shop or a business or something like that yeah and on the sign it said kala okay right mm-hmm. oh. with the kala and then the o the k from the english okay, okay. romanized and so I thought, I wonder if my wife, Miki, can read this. And I said, So w- look at this. Can you guess what does that say? <laughs> and she had no like, idea. Yeah, really. Okay. <laughs> and she says, What is that? And I finally told her, Kala OK, Kala OK, right from the Japanese. Uh so it was sort of funny to realize that this idea of mixing in O and K is maybe a sort of a Chinese style uh invention of of You know, there in that case, a word that is literally being split into the Chinese side and the Romanized
2: hey, English, English side, yeah. because uh, English is, because, uh, English is karaoke. Mm-hmm. So we call karaoke. Mm-hmm. Because okay mm-hmm. is a play,
1: it's a play on words, isn't it? But right. it's effectively Chinglish.
2: De, 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 de.
3: I, I, no I, i'll tell you i think you're taking it from the japanese and you're being more faithful to the original japanese because japanese is, is kata which means empty and okay is short for orchestra i don't know if you've heard this that's oh. the orchestra kata okay is the origin of that word. so interestingly in a way the okay last part in Japanese, also comes from orchestra, you know, orchestra. They're taking it from an English word. Uh, But I think Americans or English people or whoever did it really blew it when they started pronouncing the word karaoke because everyone says karaoke. Karaoke, yeah. If you look at it, what is the re? Karaoke doesn't make any sense at all because it's spelled (laughs) K-E-R-A, right? Right. So it's so frustrating to me that people <laughs> say karaoke yeah. when just reading the written word, it doesn't make sense as there, a There's a whole
1: bunch of <laughs> problems with English. Like I, we, we just recently, like, for example, the emphasis on different words that we use in English, that when you're learning English, it confuses the hell out of you. Like I think one of our Hangout tears mentioned one, content, neirong, yeah. and content, like I'm content, content. with... You know, having someone, you know, that's,
2: Chinese,
3: that's that's sort of I use that as an example for the Chinese tones. T- the tones, right? Yeah. 对呀. Yeah. Content content yeah. is a really good way of helping Westerners understand how the tones work. Uh, yeah. uh, in, in Chinese. Yeah. Um record and record. Yeah, exactly. We've got just a few of them. Yeah. Japanese has that as well. That's- I think we're hot I don't know if I'm doing this right, but a hashi and hashi, one of them is bridge, a bridge over a river. Right. And the other is chopsticks. Quite. Wow. Oh know We have a few of them. But right. of course Chinese are all that way, right? And then <laughs> everything you learn, you've got to you know how this goes, right, Tom? You're you're learning the word, but you're also trying to glue that tone onto it at the same time. And yeah. and you'll lose your tone, you know, if you don't use it enough. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know the basic pronunciation, but I can't remember the tone. Man. Right.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> then you, you have to clutch onto uh, context. Because if you don't, you know, they have to know what you're talking about. Because yeah. if you get it wrong, if you just say it out, outright and you get the tone wrong, it yeah. could be, mean something completely different. So, yeah. As long as you're within context, usually it's okay.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, even if... <laughs>
3: I, I, can I ask you guys a question about something related to this yeah. story that I'm about? Yeah, Taiwan, of course. i have I'm working on this scene, you know it takes place in Taiwan, and this guy the the main character goes into this um electronics store, and I have a memory that sometimes in Taiwan, mm. in restaurants or different businesses, that you could sometimes see a sort of very small altar um hanging on the wall with like incense and stuff like that like little fl- plastic flowers or whatever it's like it it, it represents a, like a miniature version of going to the temple mm-hmm. where you do bye-bye and so forth am i misremembering that or does that sometimes exist where like inside a restaurant up on the wall near the ceiling there might be a small little shrine of some kind that you could, that the people that own the restaurant Mm. will light incense for, or am I misremembering? Yeah.
2: Incense? Your mom?
1: Yeah. So I think, I think what it is is like, I mean,
3: it's like a little shelf attached to the,
1: like our equivalent would be like having a cross up on the wall somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like a representation of the, Uh of a temple or like religious, it's a religious, they're religious owners, for example. So they might have some kind of symbol of their, religion up on the wall, and in this case, it would be incense and like a little shrine thing.
2: Okay, so like... in police hmm. oh. Because yeah. they have It's because they own
1: the temples usually.
2: 不是不是就是他們自己的家 god 他們就也不是一個桌子它是整個很大的桌子 the god table, 叫做關公, this is the gangster god 對, I mean. 對。Okay,
3: I'm probably misremembering from other places I've been, and I may have to redo this scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one, what about the, um, isn't there the uh, like a little statue of a happy Buddha that sometimes might be sitting? On the counter near the cash register? That's a Yeah, I tell you.
2: Yeah, I tell you what yeah, it is. Do, so. yeah. do you
3: see 还有那个? the models of gods and the cat?
2: 还有猫, the cat.
3: That cab reminds me of Japanese style. I wonder if the, those two are related. But I think I'm going to have to go back and redo this idea of the wall side shrine. <laughs> I'll replace it with the happy money Buddha statue. I don't see
1: why they wouldn't, though, if the, the owners of the business were religious, why they wouldn't have something on the wall that represents the well,
3: I'll show you. you know, I'll, I'll, later on, I'll email you yeah. the, the seat it's just this brief moment where the kid looks up and sees one of these small now i looked on the internet for reference and i did i found some things that looked a little like what i was remembering but i didn't find exactly what i was remembering which made me suspicious (laughs) that it might not (laughs) right 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 i don't think i have seen this but for some reason i thought that restaurants in particular and maybe it's japan Maybe it's Japan that I'm thinking. Where they have it's like a shelf style miniature altar where um Is it they, important know,
1: is it important narratively that their character sees this little shrine?
3: <laughs> no, no. It's just supposed to be a little taste of of uh, as as he goes around Taiwan, he periodically sees things that he would never see back home. Right. Because you you mm-hmm. see them all the time in people's houses, like these things.
2: 祖先, ancestor, yeah. Yeah. 会, Which
1: god? But there's so many
3: gods
2: 对, 太多, Well, so.
3: we're, While we're on this topic, because there's yeah. a much bigger scene where I have He goes to uh, an actual temple with this uh, young woman that he's met mm. And she, part of what she's doing is She's got a box or a big bag of the, um, how do you say, star fruit? The star fruit, do you know what I'm talking about? Yang Tao. Yang Tao. Mm, yang Tao. Um, she's, she's going around delivering small bags of these to uh, relatives. And he's along for the ride. And I thought at one point, she has to go to the temple to do the bye bye. And she's gonna maybe put one of these Yang Tao, the star fruit, on a plate as like offering. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was gonna ask you about some of these rituals involved with because I gotta get the details of this right, you know? And when you when you take something like that, do you leave it there behind or do you once you're done with your bye bye, do you pick it back up and take it with you?
2: Oh how So does it has is in the beginning, 是你去拜拜的時候, 如果你沒有帶水果, 你沒有帶餅乾, but you, you go there for praying,他们会有一个小小的地方让你去, to put coin into the box,那你可以自己拿饼干水果。拿完之后呢,呃,你要去到的拜拜 uh. place,他们会有很多的盘子, mm. the red one,很多的 plate,很多的盘子,一定要,一定要把东西放在盘子里面。Uh. 嗯，然后再放在桌子上，然后拜拜完之后，然后还有去 uh, burn the money yeah. the main god 说谢谢，就是跟他就是再拜拜一次，然后带回家，然后要带回家吃，就是就是吃那个平安。啊，
3: uh, yeah. uh, okay. so you do take it back with you at the
2: end？要，一定要，因为它是平安。safety now, is, it,
3: is it believable that someone could bring their own fruit from their own tree or something like that now and you have to say yes um, otherwise you have to redo yeah. the whole thing no, it. I there it did, but very often the bye bye uh experience the praying at the temple experience begins with these these two wooden blocks yeah yeah right from the and you sort of Drop them on the floor, and they, yeah, yeah. if they look in a certain way. And then you go to get these uh, the stick that has a certain number on it, right? Yeah. Now, do you know about how do you select that stick? Do you just sort of feel around and pull one out? Or is there some special way of how that one is chosen for you?
2: 然後問完以後 yeah. It's in the like one down one up 这样子才是可以, yeah. That means the god allow you to to choose one okay. The same side 不行, 好, 然后你就到了那个, okay. So let's say the god say 好你去拿然後呢他就會一個筒子<笑> <it. 笑> 然后敲完之后，你就拿一个起来，然后再放下去。Bake
3: it a little. Now, are you looking to see if one of them pops out a little more, or something like that, or, or is that not related in terms of which stick you choose.
2: choose?有些人some我记得好像有些人他们的方法不一样。The ways different.对对，有些人是这样，然后一根比较长，the different. okay. longest yeah. one。just So they'll take that one. Uh, okay,
1: yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Uh, the other way is just, 对, so just, two. I, Okay,
3: okay <laughs> so still, okay, great. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, you're helping me a lot with this uh, scene and you will eventually see it in the um, yeah, in this in the story.
1: Yeah. Can Eula have a cameo in that scene? <laughs>
3: <laughs> just, I think yeah. I'll draw Eula as one of the gods. Oh nice no, ah! you- the temple that they're praying to. Uh, yeah, praying yeah. to the U.S. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that would be perfect. No, <laughs> it, if, let's say, for example, because I know that like a student who wants to do well on their exams is going to go and pray yeah, yeah. for success on their exams. If a, per- if a person's about to take a flight to another country, are they going to go and pray to a particular God for yeah. safe rituals? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Your mom did, just- right? 对对, yeah. And when you go to that specific one, you do specific thing But you have to pray all the God
1: Otherwise they'll get jealous
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. say hi, 这样子, say hi。Yeah, this is really
1: a true thing So when we traveled to the UK a number of years ago mm. Her mum said, you're coming to the temple And we were like, uh, awkward a little, bit, a little bit awkward And am are sure she said, you're coming, you're coming to the temple now So we had to go
0: uh, bye
1: bye. Dwaya, yeah, and yeah, bye, bye. lots of incense, and then we had to, you know, everyone. There were a lot of people were praying. Uh, she took us to the, the 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 god you're talking about, actually, the god of travel, sort of thing. Yeah. I was I was asking Ed the question every time, like, what does this one do? Like, what's this one do?
0: <laughs> what does this one do? <laughs>
1: and I saw the one who does the travel, yeah. and also kung fu. Do you know who? Do you know who the um? If you were going to pass your exams, do you know which god you'd pray to? And you know the name of this person? I don't know.
3: I don't know any of this
1: stuff. Confucius. Ah, uh, right. Confucius. Yeah, Confucius. 他有一个, probably the most, well, probably the, possibly the most famous in the West,
2: I would say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 然后就特别的跟他讲而且你要讲说我的名字是谁我住在哪里
1: but it's 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 interesting isn't it because there is a gangster god and we mentioned him earlier
3: now the gangster i can't believe it. he's that. called
1: the gangster God why would there be <laughs> one of those i don't know talk
2: to me a, gangster uh, gangster so a, a lot of <laughs> these gangsters <laughs> in
1: Taiwan actually have this god tattooed on them
2: <laughs> really you can him
1: yeah yeah he's like a warrior god right
2: 对, 他长得非常像, this, this uh, okay, yeah, I think I've seen that. 对, he's, got, he's got a in your comic. So these gangsters will pray to this
1: 我们的黑道, mm. guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, thanks so much for your help with the uh, added authenticity that I'm going to have. And not, uh, I could have you here all day with me asking questions related to the, the story. Hey, so pleasure. We, Dad,
2: Dad.
1: we said it in the first one. Yes. Yeah, right. So It's been 40 minutes. Yeah, there. How quickly does that go? Wow. You know, Shoots past. Um, okay, so I've highlighted a couple of questions that we, we didn't answer last time that you mentioned before we started. Uh, one of them was question three, which was how has failure or apparent failure set you up for a
2: success? And
1: do you have a favorite Han
2: Shuhanda
3: well, I thought, again, with all of these questions, I try to spin it back towards Taiwan. So I thought right. I would tell you about something sort of not a complete failure, but a, a near success that didn't pan out, that didn't lead to the success that I thought I was going to get. Right. And that's sort of an interesting story. You know, I was teaching at the YMCA in Taiwan in Zhanghua, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I remember going to a bookstore at this time, I, you know, was just a humble English teacher. I had never been published Mm -hmm. and I, I found this, um, you know, English, a a book that was supposed to help kids learn English published in Taipei. Mm. And it it had illustrations that I thought were not particularly amazing. Uh, and so, what I did is, I took copies of my own illustrations and I mailed them to this uh, publisher in And I said, you know, I love <laughs> help you illustrate one of your books. Uh, you're looking for an illustrator, and I live in Zhanghua, and I'm, I'd be happy to help illustrate one of your books. Wow. And to my amazement, they actually did call because I didn't have my own phone. I gave the phone number of the YMCA where I was teaching. And the woman from the publisher in Taipei did call me. I was there, and I yeah. had this phone call, and she said, "Yes, we'd love to meet you." You know, did you write in Tongwen yeah. or Ingwen You said you wrote I to- must have written in English. I can't right. remember. I really can't remember. This right. so long right. ago. Right. But uh, anyway, I set up an interview in Taipei, nice. and I actually went up there. This was shortly before I left Taiwan. Mm. And, um, the woman I met, I, I, went up to their offices somewhere in Taipei. I can't remember where. And she gave me like a job interview wow. and she said they had a guy that was illustrating for them that was about to move on oh. and I could replace him. And I was like, this is sweet. This, And we went out and had lunch together, me and this woman who worked for the publisher. Nice. And I was so that this was going to be my big breakthrough and and I was going to be able to do maybe return to Taiwan and become an illustrator in Taiwan Mm. Uh, and once I got back to America and I think again this was all by way of the mail Mm. I got a letter from this woman who was my connection, the sort of woman that was cheering me on to take this position saying that she was leaving the company Ah, oh no! Kick in the gut. Yeah. Um, I'll recommend you to the person who's replacing me or whatever, and then it all sort of course you have no relationship with that person. Uh, yeah. Cause she- but The thing is, looking back from the perspective of today, kind of thank goodness I didn't get that job because that was not the way forward for me. You know, I I needed to get a job in an American publisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get to where I am right now, you know, I mm-hmm. think that the, the truth is I would only have gotten so far with a, uh, a publisher in Thai, Taipei, probably quite a small scale English instructional book publisher. Right, right. Uh, and so yeah, when you talk about a failure that led to success, that's one of these things where I look back and think, oh, I was so depressed when I didn't get that <laughs> job. But look back, I'm like. No, that was, that was one of those, you know, every closing door, some yeah. other door it opens open. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of relief. It's a good thing. I didn't get that job. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah, you don't know at the time though, do you? That's the, the you, yeah. you, there's no point of reflection. It's, it's immediate impact that you feel, right? right? So you just, you don't get that job. You think, ah, shit, I didn't get that job. Mm. I really wanted yeah. that. Yeah. That was the most important to me, I th- think to me right now, mm. but then you don't realize yeah. that, you know, that's going <laughs> to, how does a job interview go for an illustrator? I can't because I I used to work in sales, right? And and the job interviews, but we had like five different interviews, right? You'd meet the VP of sales, and you had to go do a presentation uh, yeah. wow. on what you've done with illustration. Do, what are how what yeah, questions him, do they
2: ask?
3: Yeah, can you draw? Yes. All right. right. And <laughs> <In> you <go>.
2: <laughs> 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 that was kind
3: of like the only time in my life. Uh, well, I did. I did a little bit of advertising illustration. It's all about your portfolio, really. You're sure. showing what you can do, and if they like what you can do, mm. then they'll hire you. And if, it's all based on uh, your capabilities uh, in the drawing biz. Sure. But that was that was one of the only times in my life where I had a face to face interview um, related to the drawing. But that's the nice thing about drawing, certainly compared to writing. <laughs> is that you've got all this visual stuff here. This is what I do, you know? Right. And I think writers are a little bit envious of that, that like, yeah. oh man, I have to get someone to sit down and read this whole thing that I wrote. <laughs> it's so bad. it's easier to have someone look at your drawings and say, oh, wow, that's, that works. How, how long did it take you to get
1: published once you moved back to the States?
3: Well, I'll tell you my real breakthrough and I'll make this short because this has nothing to do with Mandarin Chinese. How? <laughs> <laughs> but I created this comic book while I was living in uh, Japan and it was 33 pages long. And I made photocopies of it and I mailed those photocopies to a list of 10 different comic book publishers. Right. This was in like 95. And one of them in New Jersey really loved my story. And that's basically all it took. You know, I had proven by way of these photocopies that I had a concept I could draw mm-hmm. and I had written, I had a fully written story that was ready to be published. Mm. And um, yeah, they, they replied amazingly. We want to publish this and we want to invite you to turn it into a series. Nice. Uh, comic book series. And that was like, and, yes. he, and
1: here's some money
3: in <laughs> here. Money to do the thing you've always dreamed of doing. And yeah, within months I had shifted from this sort of part-time advertising uh, work to
2: a full time writer illustrator of comics. Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Mm. That's the thing. Say it's your You'll be successful. 对, yeah. 开启了成功的, I think there's a mix,
1: isn't there? because you you have to you have to be have talent, I guess, or you or you at least have to Talent's the wrong word, probably. Because uh, I think talent can be learnt. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think. You must agree yeah. with me because you have a channel dedicated to teaching people how to draw. So you must <laughs> agree with <laughs> me a bit, right? <laughs> I mean, uh,
3: I've been, once a teacher, always a teacher, right? I was teaching English yeah. in Taiwan and I've just never stopped. I'm always trying to teach people something. Right.
1: You can. I mean, you can you can be bad at drawing and get good at it. You can be bad at learning John one and get good at it. You just need to practice yeah, and, you know, to find the really, right and you need
3: good teachers. You need good teachers. And good teachers. And that might, this leads me to a good uh, question that we didn't answer last time. Yep. Your question about bad advice. advice. What mm. bad advice have you got about uh when it comes to learning Mandarin Chinese. Yep. And let's see what I wrote down here. I know that you've had people in the past say um, this whole idea of learning a language in 15 minutes a day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think (laughs) that, that is pretty bad. Uh, When, when any sort of business uh, by way of like tapes or, you know, CDs or audio things in 15 minutes a day, speak Mandarin like a native speaker Mm -hmm. in just months or whatever. All of that seems like a scam to me. 15 minutes is not enough. More more like 15 hours per day. Yeah.
2: Uh, (laughs) That will be true.
3: (laughs) Progress. Uh, The other thing that I wrote down was sort of um, rote memorization, just sitting and memorizing words in isolation Mm. Um, um, on flashcards uh, is I think of limited usefulness. I think it's better just be learning phrases and immediately knowing how to, to plug these words into phrases. Yeah. You can, you know, you can, you can learn the word eventually that you're looking for, like a word for pencil. Right. Um, you can show somebody what it is that you're trying to say. Uh that sitting and like today I'm just gonna memorize words related office supplies, you know? Yeah. And you've got a list of things like that. I don't know, that doesn't feel like the way to go. I think you really gotta get into the the full sentences, phrases, things people say. Yeah. Um even memorizing like I was laughing the other day when I thought about the phrase mama ma, hoo hoo. Mama hoo, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even something like that, way more useful, I think, in your day to day life in Taiwan than if you've memorized a, a list of words, you know. Right, especially irrelevant. It's I agree with you, and a lot of
1: people agree with you. Uh, actually, rote learning is doesn't usually isn't usually effective, yeah. and it kills your motivation for learning in the end. Yeah, you know, if if you're. If you're right, if you're studying things that aren't relevant and aren't interested to, you know, you're not interested in these things, it's going to kill your enthusiasm for learning. Uh,
2: Frequency 很重要,就是你學到的單字,如果是人家用的越來越多的,很常用的,那當然是很有用的. Yeah. 因為如果在英文你有很多medical You're never going to use them, right? 對.
3: Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah, somebody maybe who is going to Taiwan and has a specific job related to, you know, like plastics, plastic factory, that person may (laughs) need to sit down and start memorizing all of these Chinese words for these particular things, you know. So, yeah, I don't want to say that memorizing a list of words is in and of itself bad, but uh, uh, just if that's the only thing you're doing, I think you're in trouble because you also have to be learning. Full sentences and and how it all fits together. The one last thing, and this applies for me to both Chinese and Japanese and any language that I've learned, is to be real careful about learning uh, rude, impolite <laughs> words.
0: <laughs> it's dangerous. It's
3: dangerous. right because you don't know the full context. Uh, And people sometimes when you're drinking or whatever, people will teach you some sort of word that you don't realize how bad it really is. Yeah, because they think it's funny at the time to teach you that thing
1: and you repeat it in front of the wrong people.
3: I I have stayed away from that stuff for almost all of the languages I've learned. Mm. It just seems like a a bomb that can go off and cause damage. Uh, If you have learned a, a really seriously bad word and you don't know
1: how to use it properly. You right. Know? I, and, and actually Eula has actively avoided teaching me <laughs> particularly bad things because during my learning, you know, and still, I, I'm still learning now it, during my learning, like, you know, uh, path,
2: huh.
1: uh, bad language has never really played a part in it, obviously. Cause it's all, you know, teachers, it's all yeah. pro- professional Damn. language, uh, you know, day to day, whatever. But so uh, my only real, uh, exposure to rude language is out in the street. Because <笑> I'm on the street all the time with, with the gangsters uh, <laughs> no, on the street, yeah, uh, yeah, at the 7-11 and stuff. You know, I'm buying some things and I hear a guy say something. Right, around. he says a rude word, and I will go to you, oh, go you, you know, this guy was shouting at this other one. I heard mm. this word over and over again. Is what does that mean? Mm. And then she'll tell me, but she'll never really directly say. Oh, by the way, this is means this, and this is this, and.
2: 对啊，这很难讲，因为我不喜欢讲脏话，但是我想，对，我不喜欢讲中文脏话，所以你不会听到很多中文脏话。Yeah. You know. yeah. Which is
1: odd, and I tell you why. Because I'm, I'm in goran, I I actually swear in my own personal life like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just na- comes natural to me. If I, speak, if I speak to my dad or my sister or stuff, we we swear quite a lot. It's just like, it's a thing, but not in a nasty way. Just kind of like an affectionate <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> yeah. um, so and it's odd, but in Zhongwen I don't. I just don't swear. But also, have you not found that some of these words don't they don't mean as much to you? I don't know how you and your wife are it, with Japanese. Like when you speak, what's what's the Japanese and English together? Japanese, <laughs> English, Japanese, English, Japanese. <laughs> uh, yeah. When when you speak <laughs> with yeah, your, yeah. your wife in Japanese, or you mix the languages, do, does she ever say, or do you ever think that when you're saying a word, it doesn't mean the same things it would to you in English? Like if you say a.
3: Well, uh, now that's always an interesting conversation. The the words uh, hmm. and the different of meaning, and we particularly love to talk about words that don't seem to exist in the other language, right? I know a lot of these in Japanese. I've probably forgotten. I'm trying to think in, in Chinese. There's like, well, well, here's one thing. Did we talk about this before? I love how in Chinese you can say how Chi and uh, nan chi, mm-hmm. right? and you've got the sort of set phrase, right? And it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, you think about it in English. Yeah, right. You delicious, the opposite of delicious, there almost is no word in English. It's sort of like foul tasting. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you ever resort to combining because you if you say disgusting, that's not related to taste only. No, right. That could right. be Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. both Chinese, both Chinese and Japanese have a uh, a particular word, it seems to me, related to these uh, opposites of like tasting good versus tasting bad. Yeah. And when I noticed that English didn't really have a proper opposite for delicious, I was really sort of surprised. So I was like, hey, that's like <laughs> a gap in our language. You know, <laughs> that's, that's a really useful
1: word, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. It, and it takes a le- another language learner to let you know these things. I do it to you all the time with Donwen. Like, oh, did you know this word sounds like, this one, yeah oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, yeah,
1: it does, yeah, you're right, it does sound like just like, yeah,
2: Yeah,
3: you're absolutely right,
2: yeah okay.
3: <laughs> For some reason, I like that, that use, of, nan, means difficult, right? Yeah It's difficult to listen to, to. <laughs> yeah. it's, really, it's sort of funny in English, but combining those two That's a really good point uh,
2: like there's a rule 那如果你知道了這個 rule to many many different words When I was
3: studying Chinese, I always felt that it was like this building block kind of language And as you learned the words and you sort of threw them in You... Tended to be all right, you know. That it, like, well, the other day, and we haven't mentioned this yet, but I I wrote this brief piece of dialogue in Chinese, and I needed to get it kind of proofread. So I turned to you guys, right, Yula, <laughs> and I yeah. showed you these seven or eight sentences that I had written yeah. in Mandarin Chinese. And the one, I'll tell you, the one that I was a little unsure of is that the one character had bought a new piece of luggage, and uh, the the boyfriend character asks her in Chinese, uh. and at, is this something you just bought? Or is this newly bought? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. And I had to stop and I thought to myself, is that actual Chinese or is that something that I just came up with? Uh and that's why that was one of the things where I'm like, if I'm wrong about this, Eula is gonna be able to tell me. Yeah. No, that nobody says that. You just started saying that and people understood <laughs> what you were trying to say. Yeah, right. You're right. Um
1: but you didn't correct me on it, so apparently that is she something is that She is very gentle, though. So I don't think she'd ever, she'd ever say, like, you did that. It was you! You made
2: that. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I... no it's all, it was all <laughs> good, right? Apart from. I think the is just a bridge. It's a bridge. It's a bridge. It's a It's the set rule. It's right. to do any action, like, the U.N. Uh, you know, fresh meal, just yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. a just fresh, uh, low, the, 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 like something you the, you, you just yeah. Yeah. the,
3: People studying Chinese need to be appreciative of that. I think it really is a language that is very forgiving in a way. That w- mm. once you learn a bunch of words and you start to put them together, mm. th- it tends to be okay. You know, it tends yeah. to work out. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, my, my microphone keeps turning <laughs> off. Uh, there was one last thing <laughs> that we didn't answer last time. Mm. I'm determined to do this.
2: this
1: okay. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure there will be a, a, a part three because you know we love you. <laughs> Uh, but but um it was question 10 when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused or lose your focus temporarily what do you do so i think that was the last question oh, that we didn't cover
3: um this is a that's a great question i think my answer is probably similar to what a lot of other people may have said to you right but for me uh especially you need to get out of the house get out of your home go out into the world i think in particular if you go to some new place that you've never been to before, uh, and start exploring, I think that, that, that feeling of getting out of your routine and getting into a new location mm-hmm. can really help you out in terms of, uh, you don't feel so trapped, right? Like uh, when you're overwhelmed, th- it is a feeling of like, there's no way out of this, Yes, you know? And I think so long as you're in your own location, staring at these same walls and so forth, psychologically, almost, it adds to that feeling of like, I'm stuck, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm exploring anyway, and but you'll find, you know, that even within a mile or two of your own home, mm-hmm. there probably is some street that you never went down before. Yeah. There mm-hmm. probably is. Some little neighborhood you haven't been in before, and for me that always helps to to get out and you know uh, the Japanese have a word for this, and I don't know if I can remember it. They talk about like bathing in the green of uh, the forests. Uh, and that going out among the trees and so forth, that's another thing that just you can't help it. The stress level drops, right? As soon as you're surrounded by trees and nature.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> I agree. 我同意, I agree with you completely. I, I think nature, there's a something oddly primal, uh, like there's, a, there's something instinctual in us that. That nature kind of completes. I, I I can't describe it really. We we live in a yeah we live in a Cheng a, a city. Oh, the English left me then. Uh, we live in a well, that was weird. Um, we live in a city and we have done for years and years. And we you know rarely get, get out to the countryside. Sort of so when you do it's just such like it's like a, a, a big oh,
2: yeah. like, god. <laughs> it feels like you
1: belong there. It's a
3: weird yeah. feeling I feel.
2: it's so,
1: yeah, so
3: much of these mountain trails and stuff and I have so many happy memories of of going off to do those, you know, hikes. Yeah.
1: Did you ever do Monkey Mountain in Gaoshong? I don't think I did. Monkey Mountain. Monkey Mountain.
2: Shoshan. Shoshan,
1: you would have have got your stuff stolen. (laughs) They steal your stuff. The monkeys, I mean. That's why you call it Mandarin monkey. Mandarin monkey, exactly. (laughs) Hey, no, wait wait, a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, No, we're different. We're different than those kind of monkeys. Those are naughty monkeys. Uh,
3: Have you guys ever gone gone to pick uh, strawberries in Taiwan? Not in Taiwan. I, like 我有, you, I haven't yeah because I have happy memories of that that seems like something that would totally relieve your stress to get out because those are always going to be located somewhere out in the farmland you yeah. know uh but yeah the 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 mountain trails I did more mountain I don't want to say mountain climbing because it sounds like a rock climbing thing but yeah. I did more mountain hiking in taiwan than i ever did anywhere else in my life right right yeah there's a bunch Mm.
0: yeah,
3: yeah. there was Old man from Japan actually uh, named Urio Uryu. Urio san was he he was teaching Japanese at the YMCA and he loved to go mountain hiking. Mm. And he invited me this one time, and that was it. He's he knew I, I got my mountain climbing partner in Mark Crilly. Right <laughs> uh, four or five times he and I went off to climb the mountains. But never monkey uh, mountain, that's don't
2: know.
0: We live 可是你,
2: in Well I, I live in Kaohsiung. Is yeah. Monkey Mountain. Right. 我不知,
1: yeah, we went, but we didn't.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah those monkeys.
1: they
2: uh... <laughs> I one
3: more question that's related to my story, and it's actually going to relate a little bit to you, Tom. Great. The, the Chinese, the, the woman, the young woman, who's like the main uh, Taiwanese character. Right. Shula. She speaks English fairly well right okay she did a homestay in England and I don't know why I decided to make it England instead of America <laughs> or just it's maybe a little too the main character is American you know and yeah. I thought if she had went to America it's just a little too balanced and simple there mm-hmm. So I thought how about she did a homestay or something in England and that's how she got to speak English pretty well okay. and I thought that she should have a dream of some kind that relates to England and relates to English language that, um, she wants to achieve in Taiwan. And I thought, well, what if there's some sort of skill that she could learn in England that she could bring back to start her small business in Taiwan? And this is what I've come up with. And you tell me if this seems believable, right? What if when she was in England on her homestay that they took her for the sort of traditional old-fashioned english tea. Yep. With the scones mm-hmm. and the cucumber sandwiches and all of that stuff. And she falls in love with this traditional english tea time. Yep. And she had a dream of in taiwan starting a little cafe that's like english tea time yeah. in taiwan. Yeah. Does that seem believable as something that a, a young woman might oh dream of doing in Taiwan is like her own business or whatever. Yeah,
2: 100%. Yeah, 很多人, just, especially yeah, uh, young people, age, yeah. yeah, young people, they yeah. mobile cafe, How you mobile cafe. mobile cafe, and and Yeah, yeah we And typically they have 對. a theme. So some of them have been British themed. We, oh, okay. we went
1: to a, a, a British a British burger bar the other day. <laughs> I say British because it had like, obviously it had like the queen and stuff on the walls and like but it also had american gas pumps with the word so gas pump I'm we- confused with the theme yet. we don't do
0: that in england
3: no. we don't do that. so um
2: ganga petrol
1: petrol stations
3: oh, thanks for letting me run that by you cuz yeah. that that's, that's- going to come up with uh, as something that she's and that's why she's so interested in learning english and and you know I suppose you could probably learn how to do all that stuff authentically uh, yeah. in Taiwan if you really wanted to. But I, I like the idea of her having a dream of going to England and learning all those skills and so forth and bringing yeah. them back. Yeah, that's totally believable.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just
3: don't. One I may in. ask you to help me with it involves photo reference. Please. Yeah, uh, we said that. We're absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well I have a scene where at the side of the road in Taiwan, sometimes there's like a drainage ditch where the water is flowing on the right or left-hand side of the road. You know what I'm talking about? It goes down the drain. So all the water drains well, off. It's flowing almost in a very miniature canal kind of a way. Okay, But it's they tend to cover it over with uh metal grates or something. So every once in a while, you can see that there's... there's And it could be maybe polluted and a little bit gross. Mm-hmm. But am I remembering that on some on the sides of some roads in Taiwan, there's this little water passageway that's flowing. Is it, of,
2: like,
1: it,
3: is it dug deep? Below ground level. It's below yeah. ground level.
1: Is it dug deep, right? So it's like a...
3: Yeah. It, see, because it like, might... And, West, we would cover these things over completely and nobody can see them, right? But I know in Japan, and this is again where I feel like I might be confusing Japan with Taiwan.
0: Very often, you can mark. see the
3: pool of water like this. There we go, yes, you got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is
2: yeah. that in Taiwan? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But in the past, in the past, yes, but uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I think maybe when it. you were here, maybe yeah. yes, but they <laughs> <it> probably changed <laughs> it now.
2: Mm, <laughs> but
1: some some places have still got them, reman- like, you know, got the remnants of them and this one's got koi carp in it.
3: <laughs> but that oh. is one. you yeah. <laughs> email, yeah. yeah. I have a scene in the story where I, I need to have one of those. You want um, this picture? Yeah. I'll email it to you. And we I'm
2: sure there are
3: towns
2: Water
1: can like, drink
2: yeah, it.
1: I, I, uh, the pitch is in your inbox
3: right now. <laughs> Thank you, boy. You guys are saving the day with this uh, with this book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put you guys in the acknowledgments and send you copies. <laughs> what is the process of? We don't have much time left.
1: We don't have any time left. Um, the process. I won't keep you for very long. Of getting. <laughs> Of publishing Cause you said this might take a very, like a long time to, cause you know, we're talking about doing part three at some point, And then you said, Oh yeah. When you publish your book, we'll, we'll do another one. And I thought that might be a long time. And you said, yep, yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> how long is a long time? Like how?
3: Yeah, well, I, this book is probably going to be around 250 pages long. Wow. Of graphic novel storytelling. Wow. And as yesterday I've reached around 70 pages in rough form. Right. And that puts me a little past a quarter of the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I've got to complete all of that. And I'm working at a rate of around on a good day, six rough pages per day. Right. So I've sort of mapped it out. And I think within one or two months, I'll be done with the rough version. Now then I show this to my editor and my editor asks for changes. Yeah. I, And then I have to start all over again and change these rough pages into final pages. Right. Mm. That's when, that's when things slow down. And I think I can probably only produce two probably finished pages per day. So again, I start calculating that out. 250 pages, two per day, 125 you know, days, five, five or six days a week. If I'm lucky, it's going to take a while. Uh, and then once I've handed all that in, it takes a while for them to actually publish it. So um, unfortunately this were early days with this project, but it's kind of fun. I think to talk about it so early on mm-hmm. and like this whole thing about seeing, like I asked you guys about the, the miniature altar hanging on the wall mm-hmm. and, Really good that I have someone like you guys to turn to and say, "Is this a real thing? memory of yeah. my I'm Imagining things, and I think in that case I am confusing it with some other place I've been. Right, right. Uh, whereas, uh, at least with the drainage ditches, I I, I did remember that as a, as a real, it's a real thing. John oh. yeah. yeah. There's
2: even one in my grandma's uh, bathroom. 它有一個小小的水溝<笑> I was so confused when I was young I was like, 為什麼要有一個水溝 that? The shower water would get in there because you can wait. Yep. What? 然后, 我说, 尿, 没关系,
0: OK.
1: So, yep. Just like that, as you do?
2: male.
3: Yeah. There's another scene in my story in which she takes him to an old traditional Chinese house. Um... And I've been looking at photo reference to try to get the details of this right, but I have memories of seeing these old houses. They're usually one story high. They almost have like a U shape. Do you know what I'm talking? Like a horseshoe shape. All almost. of this, yeah. Right hand side, and there's a courtyard in the middle. Um, you right now? I, question I was going to ask is it believable that this uh, sort of teenage girl would have a grandfather out in the countryside, there you go, yeah, 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 yeah. is it believable that um uh, she could have a grandfather out in the countryside of Taiwan who has one of those old houses? Yes,
2: this but, is how, a traditional, it's called three sides, oh. they, are, they go together, the
1: 一个院子,三合院. her his job is what? Is this an expensive house, would
2: you say? It's not. I don't, yeah, I, don't,
3: I don't want it to be expensive. I actually want it to be a little old and run down and give yeah. me that feeling of some of these places I saw in Taiwan, really lived in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this but then, so cute. I, I talked to you guys about the tea houses yes. and how I wanted to do a scene where she takes them to a tea house. That has changed a little since. I first thought about it, and now I'm thinking that's oh. what's going to happen in the grandfather's house. And the grandfather is going to make the tea right. for them, maybe maybe in the courtyard or whatever. And he's going to be a connoisseur
1: the, like a, of tea.
3: Yeah, that's where we're going to see that whole process of how to pour Chinese tea properly.
2: Right, right. Mm. 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 一个房子, 而且我很喜欢, yeah,
3: awesome.
2: Cute.
3: well in a way and this and this speaks to my attraction to both Chinese and Japanese culture I'm always attracted to this older traditional stuff right, right. and at a certain point, I realized I was focusing so much on the old old Taiwan <laughs> that I was gonna disservice to representing Taiwan if I don't represent the new Taiwan right so I have I've This character that's like the cousin of the main character, and he's I'm going to pour all of like the modern Taiwan into him, right? Mm -hmm. And be like into rap music and Christopher Nolan films and you know all this sort of modern Western culture kind of stuff. Got it. So we're going to get some of that into the story. You know, yeah, yeah. That I think is primarily I I like creating this sort of fantasy of old Taiwan and everybody's. Lives in the ways and yeah, yeah, having and stuff like that. So I gotta be careful not to over represent that. Uh, I got it's gotta be the real Taiwan, right? Yeah. Right,
2: 还有啦, 三合院还有, 对, yeah, we saw that. 尤其是哈卡, 哈卡 culture, 哈卡人, Mm. And right, then we will we'll buy one of those in one day. I All right. I always
3: have so much to talk about. We definitely got a third. There's a third coming, right? And it'll be fun if you know, I in, in, in waiting all the way until the book gets published is probably too long, but mm. maybe we wait until I finish my first rough version, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I really I know what the full story is and we can talk about stuff like relating to that. Yeah, but in the meantime, don't
1: you know, don't hold back on dropping us a mail and saying, Hey, does this thing make sense? Or is this,
3: you guys are saving the day with that kind of stuff. There's (laughs) constantly things are coming up where I'm like, am I getting this right? You know? Mm -hmm. And interesting, even in the age of the internet and Google image search and so forth, there's a limit to how much, like I looked for drainage ditch photos yeah, (laughs) and all I, all I can find was these huge projects by the the side (laughs) of the highway. And I'm like, no, that's That's not not it." what I need. You immediately had it on your phone. That was great. Yeah, yeah, my childhood. Yeah, it's such term though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah so
1: you get, absolutely. Uh, just if you don't get us an email straight away, drop us on Instagram because this that, yeah. that can't fail, but sometimes the messages go into yeah. the wrong box or whatever. that. Mm. Anyway, yeah. thanks for coming.
2: <laughs> it's been
1: it's over an hour now. Yeah. Sorry, go on. You're so smart. This
3: this was so much fun and I'm looking forward to to sharing it with all of my uh you know, YouTube viewers and so forth. I heard, had a lot of positive feedback from them, yeah. you know, like you were saying, they really enjoyed um, Listen. you know, listening to podcasts and, and hearing about all of these old stories and so forth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been good. We generally all good. Let's go. Um, thank you very much for coming on again. We're going to do part three for sure. We'll organize it uh, when you're, well, as soon as you're done, just let us know or nearly done. With your first okay. rough draft, you let us Yeah, And then we'll get okay. on. We'll be hassling you anyway, and I'm sure you'll ask us a bunch of questions. <laughs> so cool. You'll never get rid of me. That's good Yay! that we. D- hey, look, we're friends now, so yeah,
2: that's what we yeah. do. All right. Halama. Yeah. Howl.
1: For anything else, you can find everything at www.mandarimonkey.com. Thank you, Mr. Krilly, and we'll see everybody next time.
2: Thanks for bringing back the Taiwanese old culture memory. Yeah. 我好开心. <笑><笑> okay, sing. Okay. Bye,
3: bye.